<laughs> Merry festivities. I don't I don't know why I wasn't ready to start, but I am. Merry festivities. Merry. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Did you enjoy our Christmas styled music that we I had? loved it. Yeah, it was very fun. Good. I have not as of recording this, I have not made that yet. Well so I'm hopefully I just had, I do. I just had good uh I had high hopes. I know it'll be good. So you'd enjoy it ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know it'll be good. good. I know everybody I, I know I'm enjoying it right now as I'm listening. So. <laughs> as we're fake listening. No, I just have on repeat in my car. Oh, perfect. Driving to work right now. The song I have not yet written. Yeah. Okay. No, currently when this is out, I'm driving. Oh. Listening to it on Listening repeat. to it. Okay, got it. We're in the fun. future yeah. recording in the past. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pretty festive setup we have here. So mm-hmm. why don't you describe to the people what we've got going on? Um, we've got a brand new table. A coffee table of sorts. Mm-hmm. One might call it. We got some nice, lovely little cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtesy of Mallory. Yep. Caleb's wife. We got. I got a woman of the year mug. Mm-hmm. With what a, inside? Oh, tea. Tea. So um, festive. Got you. Got a cool little ceramic little mug thing. Yeah, it's the type of mug it's that pretty trendy. Tells people he's serious about whatever it is he's drinking. <laughs> it tells people <laughs> this guy knows his stuff. <laughs> he knows about. That tea, I don't. It's a good mug. This is mango passion fruit. I believe you're drinking throat coat currently. Yeah, that's good for podca- podcasters. It's good <laughs> for podcasters. <sighs> Josiah, this that's if, pretty good actually. If you have not figured it out yet, slash if our listeners have not figured <laughs> it out yet, this is our annual, our second annual Christmas themed episode. Yeah, second it's, annual. Yeah, and uh, I like this one. It's for fun. many reasons. I like Christmas. Very festive. It makes you happy. But we also do a Christmas truce. Yes. No punishments on the Christmas special. We have accepted a truce. Yes. Um, so this is, I guess, the second time we'll be doing that. So uh, there was a punishment last time, though. And I was the big winner. Yeah. And you were the big loser. Well, I was the small loser. True. If you didn't, If you don't know... Last episode, we did a mini episode because it was, oh, our schedule got all off. But we wanted to release an episode yep. and have a full-length Christmas episode. Yep. So, last week, mini episode. Mini punishment. Mini punishment. Mini loser. Mini loser. Yeah. Not a big loss, a small loss. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what do you think? It was horrible. I haven't done it yet because our schedule's off. <laughs> seems to be a theme. So, yeah, I didn't have much time. Uh, usually... When we do a podcast, we do the punishments. We record the episode, people vote for the loser, and then the voting closes on Sunday because we record every two weeks. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you think of it, yeah, we recorded uh, one week after the last one. Yeah, so you didn't have much time to do it, but that's okay. It just means more more peace for this episode. More more Christmas peace yeah. for this one. The punishment is that I have to pick the busiest time of the day and go through a chick through line uh, drive through. How about a goofball for that? <laughs> chick through. <laughs> did I say chick through? You did. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Okay. I accept the conditions of the goof. This eat one it, says. Eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> no. 
What is it? This one says swear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? Did you write that? That was probably my idea. And uh, definitely bleep that out. That is one of the worst words I've ever heard. <laughs> um, did you have, have you ever seen Ramona and Beezus? No. <laughs> Do I look like somebody who's seen Ramona and Beezus? I don't know. It's a great flick. Okay. Um, what is it? Is it like a kid's movie? I don't remember the plot. Okay. <laughs> the, I think it is a family-friendly okay. children movie okay. about relationships and family. Hmm. But there's a little girl who says, I'm going to say a curse. And then she says, <laughs> do, they, do they bleep it? No. Should we bleep? Should we bleep mine? Oh, we did, yeah. We did already Both, both times it? you said it. Wow. Okay, well, hopefully people have seen the movie <laughs> so they know what the word I'm saying. <laughs> oh, this is a funny one. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah. Chick-fil-A, drive-thru. Chick-fil-A, drive-thru. I'm not allowed to order. I have to get to the ordering line. Wait until I'm blocked in by cars behind me so I can't leave, mm-hmm. and then tell them that I forgot my wallet. And yeah. uh, or no, that would be a lie. Or you I just can have to not have my wallet with me and say I don't have my wallet. Or you can just say uh, I changed my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I actually something. I think I want to eat somewhere else. I'm just um, going to go through the line. I'm just going to ride this one out. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how it goes. Do you think you'll actually get food afterwards? Like go inside or go through a second time? Yeah. I don't have enough self-discipline to be ready for Chick-fil-A and yeah. then leave without. You know what would be funny? Just pack a lunch and then eat it while you're in line. <gasps> that would be hilarious. Because they've got cameras, right, on on the drive through order? Just hold hold your sandwich up while you're ordering and, be, and just look at it and go, <laughs> ah, I've got something, actually. <laughs> I, I don't think just I need Just have a salad. This. Something yeah. really healthy. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I've, I know I've got healthier food. I, I don't think I'm going to order anything. I should stick with the salad. Yeah. Just you know, just bring a head of lettuce. Maybe some cabbage. Yeah. A big thing of broccoli. Perfect. <laughs> and then as I drive up to the window, I'm just, I'm not going to look at them. I'm just going to drive right past and let them be. Maybe confused. take one little piece of broccoli, salute with it, and then drive <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, a quick two finger to the temple <laughs> salute. Huzzah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas I'm to you. I'm out of here. Happy festivities. <laughs> so yeah, haven't done that yeah. punishment we'll yet. We'll talk about it next episode. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But you won. So <clears throat> it is now your choice of who gets to go first on this glorious festive special. Um in the spirit of Christmas, I'm gonna give you the gift of choosing. <laughs> well, I receive your gift and uh I don't I'll go first. Okay. I don't know. Give me one second to sip okay, my tea. I'm going to sip my tea as well. All right, Josiah. Um, <laughs> I did not think about how I wanted to start this topic. Okay, okay. The Christmas truce makes it weird because it's so casual. No, there's... I'm. S- they're still winning and losing. There's just no actual punishment to go no along punishment. with it. But the punishment is losing in itself. So. Losing. So people will still vote? No, well, yeah, no, but... We can just decide afterwards between the two of us. I'll, I will know <laughs> if I... Okay, well, good luck to you. Okay. I don't have the same drive <laughs> this episode. I just need to dial it back sometimes, I think. No, no, keep pushing. Um, Why don't you invent a Hallmark movie plot for me? Okay, I've seen half a Hallmark movie. Perfect. So it should make this a lot more interesting. Okay, um... There's a woman 
who moves to small town mm. uh, Illinois. Okay. She's a teacher. She's wow. single. Wow. Um, she has some <laughs> issue. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. What she's a big. Mean? No, no, no. She's she's from Chicago. She mm-hmm. moved to small to a small town. Okay. And from the city. She's a business lady, <laughs> businesswoman. So we're taking back the teacher. Yes. <laughs> she's a thriving businesswoman in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she. No, oh, I take up. She doesn't move there. She's traveling through there. Her car breaks down. Oh man. She meets a mechanic. Oh. Super hot. I bet he's a big hunk. hottie. Wow. He's not actually wearing a shirt when he. Of course, he, talks to her. he wheels out from under a car and says, oh, hi, miss, what did you need? Yeah, and then he's like wiping his hands off of the rag, like a shop rag. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, okay, we're getting too in- into the details here, but basically they end up falling in love, and then mm. she uh, learns to just slow down and enjoy mm. life, and they get to spend Christmas together, Wow. and he learns about love. Wow. And there's probably a big snowstorm. Wow. A snowstorm? During... It's very dangerous. No, no, that's why she has to stay. Oh, because of the snowstorm. Right. And her car broke down also. And it broke down in the snowstorm. She happened to be next to the mechanic. Yeah. Wow. But they don't like each other at first. No, they are against each other because he is a little sassy and sarcastic. A lot. And she is stubborn. (laughs) I thought that was implied. Yeah, naturally. (laughs) Okay, Josiah, you just described having seen half of a Hallmark movie. Yes. The standard Hallmark movie plot. Let's go. And that's actually pretty legit. Someone moves from the city to small town for whatever reason, don't want to stay, meet someone who is not doing anything super glamorous, falls in love, they decide to stay. Mm -hmm. After a, a lot of times they're like, I'm sorry, I gotta go back to the city. That's mm. my life. Mm. And they let you think that for a couple minutes, and then they come back anyway. And they're like, I'm so, oh. I, I made a mistake. I was in love the whole time. Okay. Love is more important than marketing. That's minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the, the tagline of the movie. Love is more important than marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> wow, that was a fun intro. Uh, my topic is Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. We're gonna keep it simple. Gonna yeah. keep it short, gonna keep it festive. Mm. Um, because I know for a fact that when a lot of people think of Christmas, they think of Hallmark movies. Do you ever? When you're like, Christmas season is here and you're thinking a list of Christmas things in your head. Okay, I'm just gonna assume that we're already thinking about the birth of Jesus. Correct. We've considered that right. well before any of this. That's a given. I'm kind of thinking more decorations, treats, mm. less about the movies. Okay. Um, that's fair. I think... That's just me. I'm well, a Hallmark guy. Yeah. So, turns out the demographic, the target audience for Hallmark Christmas movies are women uh, age 29 to 45. Okay. No, sorry, sorry. 29 to 55. Okay. That is their... That's their goal. That's okay. who they're trying to reach. And they do it very, very, very well. Mm -hmm. Did you know that last year they had 85 million views of Hallmark movies? How many do they have? Oh boy, let's get into it. Um, Currently, I I was having a hard time 
getting an updated number, but I th I'm pretty sure as of 2018, man, I could have done the math on this myself. I'm realizing now I have all the pieces. Got some time. 2018, they had, I think, 139 Christmas movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems crazy, right? Um, 2019, they made 34 just that year. Oh, my. 2020, this is last year, if you're listening currently. Well, for us, it's last year, even sure. if they're not listening currently. Sure. Yeah. They made 40 movies. This year, 2021, they're closing it up with 41 movies, a record. Uh, Pandemic don't slow Hallmark no, down. No, that sped them up. Think about the plot drama they could throw in there. A COVID holiday movie? How romantic. I'm in love with you, but we have to stay away. Six feet apart. It's called Six Feet Apart. Six course. Feet Apart. <gasps> of course. That is good. Okay, do you think there is one? If there is one, do I win a prize? I hope not. <laughs> uh, well, he, let me ask you this. This is off topic, but it's Christmas, and people aren't voting against me. <laughs> so we can You're divert trash if I want your own to. Topic. Um, are you the type of person who's okay with COVID-type plot in movies and shows? Or... Are you the type of person oh. who wants to stay disconnected? I would rather stay disconnected. Okay. I typically like movies that are just different. Like, yeah. if it's too realistic. Like, at the beginning uh, of this, of COVID, I watched, uh -huh. I think it's called Contagion. Mm. The one with Lawrence Fishburne. A and bold the one, movie to watch with <laughs> Right, I just thought, it's kind well. of, it's timely. Fitting. It was so boring because... They were just, it was so normal. Like, there was just, like, <laughs> common phrases they, that they were using that otherwise you'd be like, oh, the oh. social distancing. And, and there was other stuff, too. Yeah. But, like. You were used to it. So it's not. Yeah, I was like, this is just, I mean, uh, there's riots a little bit more, mm. more than actual mm -hmm. life. But it's just, like, a normal documentary. Pretty, pretty standard. So I'd rather it be. A little bit, a little bit different. Okay, something, something creative and fun, which I guess you could do with COVID, but I don't know. it's yeah. I would prefer my fictional characters to stay in fictional worlds where things are not this boring. Yeah, and yeah, you want to be transported. Yeah, you I would like to be taken to a magical place. Yeah, take me somewhere else. Exactly. So, thanks for having that conversation with me. Let's get into Hallmark movies, okay. shall we? So history, real fast, because it's really not that exciting. Um, Hallmark Channel originally started as Vision Interfaith Satellite Network, V-I-S-N. Interfaith? Interfaith. Yep. It was a religious network. Okay. Um, fun fact, I don't know if it was a Christian network. Some kind of faith. Because, well, because it said it was like 40-something religions. Oh. So I think it was just... Interfaith. Lots of oh. faiths. All on one channel. Uh, this was in 1988. Some people, they decided they didn't like that, so they turned it into uh, American Christian Television Service in 1994. <laughs> Got rid of all 46 other religions, that, I guess, and went to American Christian. Not even worldwide Christian. This is American this Christianity. This is American Christian. Uh, 1996 That's turned into Odyssey, a nice, uh, I guess, neutral word that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Hmm. Um, and then finally, in 2001, they rebranded to the Hallmark Channel because of the Hallmark Company sponsored it. Oh, did they buy them? 
they had controlling or some kind of interest. Okay. They had like seventy-seven percent interest. Okay, I think so. Like, they I, got. I'm kind of interested, but I'm still a little skeptical. Yeah. So emphasis was on family-friendly programming. Step forward a couple years, ABC is doing some countdown to Christmas stuff, different movie every day, and they're like, we like that. We could do something like that. So in 2011, they've made one or two, a couple Christmas movies here or there, testing it out, enough to be like, I think this could work. The first big one was called uh, Christmas Card, because, you know, Hallmark is a card company, mm. so it's a whole deal. This is a big... Uh advertising movie yeah like the whole movie much. was an ad i didn't i did not watch it that's in preparation probably, that's probably okay but they decided you know what this could work we should consider trying this out Start we're a card from the company top. but what if we what if we make some movies yeah, too no, i probably won't go anywhere but we'll just try it out oh it went <laughs> somewhere uh they've made over 150 movies since then okay just going crazy uh, last year they got 85 million viewers of these Christmas mm-hmm. music movies. Um, this year their schedule estimated to get 90 million viewers and, uh, make about, or a couple hundred million dollars every year. hundred million dollars, a couple hundred million. Yeah. Okay. So they're making a whole lot of money off of these and mm. the movies are, <clears throat> oh, forgive me everyone, but... Do we need to bleep this out? No. Are you going to swear <laughs> I'm again? I'm done swearing okay. for the episode. <laughs> uh, as a um, story enthusiast and a uh, cinematic, I was going to say entrepreneur, I'm running out of good descriptive words. You got it. Someone who likes movies. Mm-hmm. Hallmark cinephile. movies are super bad. Could be that. Yeah. A cinephile. Is that a thing? Sure. Okay. It can be. Um, Hallmark movies are pretty bad. Yeah. They're over the top. Mm-hmm. Super cheesy. All the plots uh, are pretty much the same for yeah. the most part, with the exception of a couple that I'll talk about in a bit because okay. they're fun. Um, Zombies. <laughs> zombie Christmas. <laughs> uh, but people flock to them, and it gets more and more and more popular every year mm. because of psychology. It's a tradition. It's a tradition, mm. not psychology. Well, well they kinda, origi- I'm sure. They originally yeah. blew up because of psychology. And here's why. Um, from a behavioral scientist uh, from the Media Psychology Research Center and uh, Media Psychology faculty at Fielding Graduate University. That was a handful. The human brain loves patterns and the predictability is cognitively rewarding. So your brain gets a reward for having watched multiple movies that are predictable. Those predictable story arcs that draw on the standard patterns we recognize from fairy tales offer comfort by presenting life as simple and moralistic. Hmm. Basically, your brain loves them because you already know what's going to happen, and there's no stress. It's just oxytocin and dopamine the whole time through. Pretty interesting. I do know one person who will read the last page of the book... And then start at the beginning, because they like knowing what's going to happen. I am for sure against that. <laughs> but I suppose you'd get the same uh, right. dopamine, oxytocin, yeah. by uh, by knowing ahead of time. Yeah. But that, don't, guys, do not do that. We can, we can do better. <laughs> if you listen, 
and you do that, it's fine. Do whatever. <laughs> do what you want. Oh, but don't. Okay. But don't. But do. Um, here's another fun psychological fact about these movies. They are actually so unbelievable. Like, so mm-hmm. cheesy and over-the-top and unrealistic that they actually suspend the like suspends your belief in it there's so much disbelief that you can actually just step out of it and enjoy it like you don't have necessarily you're not part of the world yeah you're not getting stressed out by the tension of what's going to happen yeah because it's so unbelievable that you're just it's like pure enjoyment yeah i uh i agree with it on a psychological standpoint still don't like hallmark movies okay so maybe if they applied that to like some kind of action adventure movie which I guess is kind of well. I a lot of those I have here those on my notes that it's the same. Busters. It's the same principle as uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, exactly. It was so unbelievable that you're not connected at all emotionally. It's just pure entertainment. Yeah, but you're just like, this is fun. It's not this raising. Is... It's probably like lowering your heart rate. Yeah, I don't care about any. <laughs> Kill all the main characters. <laughs> wouldn't phase me. They'll, they'll probably come back somehow. Yeah, I think I would just laugh. Another dimension or time travel or something. Yeah. So there is a genre of film that is similar to Hallmark movies psychologically that speaks to me. So for all you Hallmark watchers, I no longer judge you. Okay. Because I do the same thing, <laughs> with just with more fun movies. With just with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, the reason I picked this topic is because the way they're made is pretty interesting. So the script comes through. They're very strict on the structure. Um, here's one of the writers of the show. Here's a direct quote. He said, the first rule is snow. We... <laughs> We really wanted to write one where the basic conflict was a fear that there wouldn't be snow on Christmas, but we were told you cannot do that. There must be snow. They can't be waiting for the snow. There has to be snow. You cannot threaten them with no snow. That's like reinforcing over and over and over again. That's yeah. the number one rule in Hallmark holiday movies. There mu- literally from the directors. There must be snow. There must. At all times. Yeah. We can't. The plot cannot even have that there might not be snow. It's just a given that there is snow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with that, with the given that there is snow, let's dive into the most interesting interesting aspect of Hallmark movies, in my opinion. Most of them are filmed in the summer. Hmm. Um, Vancouver? In Vancouver. Nailed yep. Uh, n- no, never the city. Always neighboring tiny towns. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's pretty hard to find good towns, but there are some towns that they've found, um, and so they block off the entire... That They don't block off the entire town, but they kind of take over the town. They decorate the entire town uh, in full Christmas. Uh-huh. So there's, you know, there's Christmas ornaments and Christmas lights everywhere, Main Street, everything. They turn the whole town into Chris, Christmas season in the middle of summer. Um and there is a, there's one town, oh, I can't, I can't remember what it was called. I don't think I wrote it down. Uh, but it's, anyway, it's a popular town near Vancouver, and it's been used for 30 Hallmark Christmas movies. And uh, they, I guess a lot of the people are fine with it. They're like, this is kind of fun. So, and some people are like, I hate this. They're always blocking off streets, closing streets. Yeah. 
they're like taking over local businesses and they're just kind of trashing the small towns for a little bit. I'm sure the hotel people are like, they love it. Yeah, this is fine. Just get an entire crew. Yeah, a couple exactly. times a year. Um, the they do try to help out. So there's oh, I did. It's uh, Fort Langley is the town. It's okay. a town of 3,400. Been a part of 30 movies. Uh, one local said that it was more festive in July than it actually is yeah. in December <laughs> <laughs> when when the townspeople are celebrating. Yep. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but the interesting thing of it all being filmed in the summer is that means that all of the snow that you see in almost all the movies are fake. So one of the actors says that they have to wear hats and scarves yeah, and thick winter in coats. The summer. <laughs> and they have to pretend like they're cold, so they're shivering when they're acting. And there's like sweat dripping down yeah, the face. They, said, they actually said you're sweating all the time, and it's actually <laughs> like really physically <laughs> demanding because you're just so hot. But you have to act like yeah. you're super cold. Yeah. Um, so what they do is they bring in a ton of ice. So to make the, whenever you watch a Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. to make the snow, uh, a little less romantic. Just think about the, uh, film crew going to fish and meat packing plants. That's where they get the ice for the snow. Hmm. They get just truckloads and truckloads and yeah. truckloads of it. And then they put that everywhere. They get ice everywhere. Um, they use cotton for snow. They have like these snow blankets that when they're laid out looks like okay. snows yeah. down. Yeah. They use foam a lot of times for stuff. Uh, cr- crushed limestone and ice shavings are popular. Crushed limestone? Yeah. That sounds like something that would get in your lungs. <laughs> oh, I oh, oh, got oh, some crushed limestone. Oh. <laughs> um, my, favorite, my favorite thing though is that when there's close-up scenes, yeah. when the actors are outside, they cover them with uh, what... Uh, I don't know. I don't know really what this <laughs> means. But they're covered in soapy bubbles for oh. close-ups to give, like, close-up snow. Just, like, really, really small <laughs> bubbles or something? Yeah. So, to ruin Hallmark movies for people, because it's the spirit of Christmas... <laughs> Next time you're watching a Hallmark movie, just sit there thinking, okay, so it's July. Uh-huh. It's probably 70 degrees out there. Mm-hmm. The actors are dying because they're so hot. And uh, all that snow that's on their face in the sweet close-up kissing scenes, just bubble, bubbles. Suds. Suds. Uh, in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, uh-huh. I heard they use cornflakes painted white. Oh, <laughs> Really? So that's fun. That is fun. They fall very fast. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like missiles. <laughs> dropping. Um, I just think that that is really <laughs> funny. It actually it actually kind of makes me think that I would enjoy Hallmark movies yeah. more. Okay. Yeah, just looking for that stuff. Yeah. Looking for the, mm-hmm. the sweat dripping down. They also do uh, some colder... They do some movie editing magic. Yeah. So they cool it down. Just throw a blue, look, a blue yep. tint on there. I'm, I would be interested to know like if their breath was... If you could see their breath. Oh. And my they, guess they is that's... That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. CG'd. Yeah. Um, $50,000. That is the average really? snow budget. For oh, I was going to say movie. for the entire movie. No, no, no. $50,000 just for the snow feature. Okay. Now, keep in mind, some of the biggest hits are, uh, 
they actually will so they'll film year round mm-hmm. they'll actually film the bigger ones in like january february okay so that they can have more save a little money so yeah more snow stuff but a lot of them are filmed right in the summer hmm. pretty interesting huh is it worth filming it in the summer having to spend fifty thousand dollars i don't know they also have to uh they help the communities out that they yeah go to so like tax breaks and benefits and stuff okay to the communities i guess it probably is not that bad because if you have to stand outside in the cold all day that's probably not fun either yeah and, and just having out. to pump out so many of them you probably just have to do it whenever you can have to film year round yeah yeah, yeah i don't i don't know it is interesting to me. Mm. The other thing that's interesting to me that also kind of speaks to the uh, low quality <laughs> nature of the films is that typically the entire movie is filmed and finished in two to three weeks. Okay. Not edited and produced, but yeah. the actual filming, two to three weeks. What's a normal movie? I, think I don't know what normal means, but... Like a... Well, I guess my only... My only reference would be like action movies, which would be different, so that's harder, but like months. Okay. I was thinking like a month. Yeah. It's like for filming, but... So they film these really fast. Yeah. So I read one thing that... One article that was talking about what it's like to be an extra (laughs) in a Hallmark movie, which made me think... That'd be be pretty fun. I'd be an extra in a Hallmark movie. Road trip up to Vancouver this summer. I think I could do a pretty good... Oh, when they they propose at the... uh, the book reading, the the book reading, yeah. The in the movie, I'd be an extra, and the main character would be a writer. They'd oh. be doing a reading. Oh, yeah. And the other person who went back to the big city would storm into the reading and say, "I love you" in front of everyone. Oh, and then her hair is all disheveled, exactly and snowy. Yeah, because she rushed back, cornflaky. Because she was so something. passionate yeah. about her love for yeah. him. Uh, the small okay. town writer. So you you just be sitting there. I'd be Aww. probably front row left, sitting, okay. listening to the book, you'd, and I'd be you'd like... definitely get as close <sighs> as you could. Yeah, I think so. Overdo the facial expressions a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. wow! Oh, my. <laughs> that is... Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> There's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the directors are like, cut. You're out of here. Can we, <laughs> can we take care of that guy? Do, do we give him lines? <laughs> can we not? Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me... You know the episode for all you psych lovers out there. The episode when they're they're doing a news uh, reporting live, and Sean and Gus are in a competition to see who could be mm. on the screen the longest. So like peeking out from behind the car, <laughs> like sneaking, walking around. back and forth. Yeah, I think that's how I would be yeah. as an extra. Yeah, I have no doubt. Also, I think a zombie apocalypse movie. I think I'd be a fun zombie. Mm-hmm. That'd be entertaining. The zombie... Wait, are the main characters... Oh, wait, are you saying a zombie Hallmark movie? Uh, or just in general? I'd be a zombie in a Hallmark movie. Okay. But just in general, as far as being an extra would go, I think it'd be fun to be a zombie. Okay. Get all dressed up. I don't know if I could do it. I've seen some good zombies. <laughs> I watched, I recently watched uh, Train to Busan. It's a Korean zombie movie. Oh, I not And they're actually it. doing a remake. I think they're doing an American remake huh. um, on Netflix. But... Or maybe not. Somebody's doing a remake. <laughs> it's a zombie movie. If you like zombie movies, it's good. Okay. I'll check it those, out. Some of those people, Pretty they impressive. really get into it. I think I would have to be one of the extras that just kind of nails a limp. 
He doesn't oh, really get close to him. You're not like sprinting after somebody on your yeah. back. Yeah. Because then, yeah, then you have to have the whole zombie fall over when they trip and then get back yeah. up. And then you have to have the good zombie like head. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I quirks. could do that. Yeah, that's a lot. It'd be tough. Maybe I should pr- start practicing or something. Also, if uh, Marvel ever moved away from uh, soulless CG armies for their like, oh. fight scenes, I think I would enjoy being a army extra. Oh, I could do that for like sure. Like if they did it original Lord of the Rings style. Yep. I would do Not that. Not Return of the King. That was CG. CG, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just or at least some of it. Yeah. I mean, the ones with thousands and thousands of people. I guess when you reach a certain amount, <laughs> you <laughs> kind of have to do some replication. I think that was like the first time they kind of did some kind of AI mm. uh, characters of like, because they learned to fight each other. On like as a computer simulation. That's pretty cool. I would. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. That's pretty cool though. My mind says it's true though. So I'm talking about Hallmark movies, and we've now covered zombies, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Marvel. That seems about right. Uh, some Korean film that you saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let Let me close up here. Okay. Uh, here are some of the worst rated ones. Uh, so these are IMDb ratings. Okay. So audience ratings. Mm-hmm. Um. Number one scored a 4.5 out of 10. Aye. Uh, this was in 2011. It's called A Christmas Wedding Tale. Not too okay. bad. I'm going to read some summaries of all these movies. These are taken from ScreenRant.com. Summarized them for me. Okay. And the summaries are pretty funny, so I'm just going to read those. Okay. This one says, uh, In this 2011 family Christmas special, two single parents met in a weird way when their dogs met in the park. And immediately make plans to be wed. The people, not the dogs. That was me. Not the... the, I just felt like that needed clarification. (laughs) Things are always more complicated than that, however. And this proves true for our smitten couple. As the children of both parents have objections to the union. On the grounds that they cannot get along with each other as a family. Therefore, here's the kicker. It's up to the telepathically communicating dogs... To bring oh. the prospective family together in time for the biggest event they may ever witness. Okay, a little sci-fi there. Hmm? <laughs> you think it's normal? Oh, there's dogs, and but the families can't get along. But the dogs are telepathic. The dogs <laughs> want them to get married because the dogs. Did the dogs fall in love? Uh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure it just makes you. sense. Yeah. Next one. This was rated a 5.0 uh, in 2010. This is called the Santa Incident. Great name. <laughs> and uh. Homeland Security mistakes Santa's sleigh for an alien spacecraft, causing him to crash and uh, land in a small town while being pursued by a posse of scatterbrained secret agents, (laughs) forced to create the Christmas magic he manufactures every year. Without his workshop or tools, he ends up turning the neighborhood into an impromptu toy factory. Ah, that's resourceful. That is good old Santa knows how to get out of a bind. Might as well call him MacGyver. Um, so as you can see, um, not all movies, <laughs> at least earlier, were about, you know, girl falling in love with guy. Yeah. Um, some of these okay. some of these are pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, number three, Santa Switch 2013. It's rated 5.4, so a little better. Still not great. Yeah. Um, this follows Dan, a.k.a. Samwise Gamshee. 
a.k.a. Sean Astin, oh. a workaholic dad who, when he realizes he's losing his job, he finally begins to get a grip on the world around him. Oh, yeah. Sadly, it's a classic. he discovers things are much worse than he thought. His wife is filing divorce papers, and his kids are disinterested in him, thanks to years of not receiving the attention they needed. Mm. But here's the kicker. Here's what makes a Hallmark movie bad, he's but entertaining. He's a cyborg. <laughs> I wish. He gets a second chance to turn his life around when Santa Claus himself mm. shows up, deciding to turn over his duties to Dan to take a much-needed vacation. <laughs> Dan it? must now balance his Santa privileges and responsibilities with trying to win his family back. So this is just a Santa Claus. Uh, or the Santa Claus. Yeah, pretty much, except he's not Tim Allen. He's Samwise Gamgee. Well, that's okay. And apparently Santa <laughs> just shows up to Dan and says, you take over. You yep. specifically. At least Tim Allen accidentally kills Santa. Right. A little more believable. Exactly. <laughs> it makes much more sense. Okay. A couple more of these. They're just so interesting. Uh, 2018. This is a recent one. I think possibly at seeing the picture and reading the description, I might have actually seen this one. 5.5 on the Richter scale. A gingerbread romance. Um 2018 Hallmark special follows Taylor, an architect. He moves from place to place frequently and is soon to receive a promotion that will force her to move once again. But when she meets bakery owner and single dad Adam while searching for a partner to aid her in creating a life-size gingerbread house for an upcoming competition... She realizes that planting your roots in one place isn't always so bad. Mm. All because of your standard yearly life-size gingerbread competition. What were you saying about the Richter scale? Is that just uh, the stars? Uh, the rating? I Yeah, I threw that. I okay. was saying 5.5 <laughs> yeah. and then Richter scale snuck out. It just came out. Okay, I, that's what I figured. But I was like, oh, is this like an earthquake <laughs> movie? Oh, wow. That would mixed with a gingerbread movie. That would make things pretty interesting. Yeah, like can that. their gingerbread withstand the quake? <laughs> <laughs> and can their love withstand the trimmers? Oh, <sighs> you need to call the producers right now. Yeah. And I'll tell them, there will be snow. <laughs> <laughs> there will be snow. And they're like, okay, you know your stuff. You get it. You're in. Um, two more. Uh, we're going to end with my famous one. But this okay. next, my, my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've made one before. I filmed a couple. Okay. <laughs> These are all actually one. mine. Okay. They're good. I like them. Uh, Battle of the Bulbs, 2010. Scored a 5.6. It's like a Star Wars Battle parody. of the Bulbs. Um, this is, I read this, this is just so standard and just made me cringe because of how cliche it is. Hallmark Neighbors. Oh, it, Sorry, here we go. When it comes to Christmas decorations, Bob Wallace is the neighborhood expert. He always has the brightest and most well-adorned house on the block. That is, here's the twist you weren't ready for, until his high school rival, Stu, moves in next door, (laughs) bringing with him an extravagantly lavish display backed by a still-nursed grudge from more than two decades ago. That's that's valid. That's serious. It's a valid grudge. Uh, I would watch it. Apparently, it wasn't very good. Five point six. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> Sounds like one of your best pieces of work. Exactly. Um, this last one is my favorite, just because it is just riddled with things that don't make a whole lot of sense. Right. 
Uh, Christmas song. The year is 2012. In this TV movie, when their schools undergo a merger, two high school music teachers are forced to compete <laughs> for the sole music department position. The way, the way the school makes such an important decision, forcing them to duke it out during a televised competition showcasing their musical talents, Christmas Carol style. Their interactions over the course of their contest preparation seem to point towards a relationship on the horizon. But is that possible when they're facing the heat of competition in the Hallmark universe? Yes. (laughs) That's why I stole the screen rant descriptions because they're pretty good. Is this like the two teachers individually are taking turns singing? (laughs) Or it's like about how well they can get their students to sing? I I didn't watch it. Okay. I hope I, it, I hope it's just the two teachers me too. that are just like hark how the bells ring, how the bells <laughs> like we want sing. this we want the better singer so yeah we don't care who's the better teacher nope doesn't matter who's more who's qualified a better singer doesn't matter who's a better performer also why are they merging two schools <laughs> is that is that a popular thing do you think maybe these days sometimes you got to merge. Are they, like, maybe the population of their town is decreasing <laughs> so rapidly. People are fleeing. Yeah, because the, you know, the school board is making decisions in this manner. Um, there's only a job for one of you. Mm. You guys both currently work. Let's, yeah, uh, let's throw a televised carol singing competition. They're like, why? Well, um, <laughs> there's too much space at these schools. We're just going to uh, put one of them, like, just trash one of them turn it into a jail and then everybody can move over to the other one turn it into well we need to set up a new corporation that'll oh we need a new marketing business yeah that's gonna tear down some trees love it and uh ruin the ocean (laughs) it's a straw manufacturing (laughs) company (laughs) anyway i just thought that was really funny i can just i don't want to watch the movie i just want to picture two spotlights the two teachers for some reason, there's a crowd of a thousand in there. It's like America's Got Talent style. They're both style. beloved. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like just staring at each other, uh, the voice style mm-hmm. in the little ring, mm-hmm. singing, their, singing their Christmas carols. And then eventually they both share the job. Yeah, because they fall one in of love. Them, eventually one of them dies, actually. They pass away. <laughs> uh, by singing too aggressively. Yep. For the love of the job. Yep. They <laughs> takes them out. They couldn't take it anymore. Um, and I feel obligated to finish my topic saying that if you love Christmas Hallmark movies, that's okay. And you can enjoy them and I will not throw any judgment your way. I will make fun of the ones that are bad Mm -hmm. and more, more so than not, Mm -hmm. they are bad, Mm -hmm. but, and this is mainly for my mom who will get mad at me if I don't say this. (laughs) Hallmark movies can be a tradition that you're allowed to enjoy. <laughs> so there you go, Mom. Shout out. Shout out to you. That's very sweet. Yeah. There's my topic. I like that. Um, I might watch one just for the... Just to look for the, the sweat and the snow. Yeah. And the, and the annoyed townspeople extras. Like, again. There's just one guy with a huge beard <laughs> with his arm crossed. He's like standing inside some building staring down. He's shaking his head. Not again. 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 These corporate Hallmark (laughs) boys just don't quit. They need to make a movie about him. (laughs) How he learns to find love (laughs) with an extra in a Hallmark movie. A Hallmark set. Honestly, I would watch it. 
That's two for two good Hallmark movie Seriously. ideas. Seriously, Someone send these in. Okay. Um, I like that. Thank you for sharing. I wanted uh, it to be. class. Yeah. I, I, I just wanted a festive experience for our, our Christmas special year fun. two. I can imagine the bells. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> if you add those to any song, it'll make it a Christmas song. Yeah. That's what we learned with the <laughs> intro song that yeah. I'm going to make tomorrow. Yep, that I, I still enjoy. <laughs> Okay, so once again, you have found the psychology in a topic. Yeah. Are you going to find the animals? Are you about to talk about animals? Christmas Surprisingly, animals? Surprisingly, no. <laughs> I'm going to the history. Good. Crack my knuckles. Oh. Did you say crack my knuckles? <laughs> crack my knuckles. Like my little computer thing almost fell. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, we're talking about history of Christmas a little bit, but one specific instance. Mm. This is the time when the Puritans banned Christmas. Oh, not the Puritans. The, Every time. The first war on Christmas, if you will. Because of uh, it was too pagan? Partly. Do you define Puritist? <laughs> Purist. <laughs> a Puritist is somebody who creates art, but mm. they do it the traditional way. Mm. They're Puritist. A pure artist. <laughs> okay. A Puritan. I can't give you a definition. That's fine. Just You just start your topic. I'll see if I can pick it up along the way. <laughs> I'm Googling right now because it seems very important. You just think of... It's just somebody with a buckle on their hat, probably. Uh, the Puritans were English Protestants in the 16th and 17th century who sought to purify the Church of England... Church of England of Roman Catholic practices, mm. maintaining that the Church of England had not been fully reformed and should become more Protestant. Wow. Okay. Wow. That probably could have been gathered by the end of the topic. Context clues. But I'm glad that I know that now. I just think it's really <laughs> funny that you, you just said, uh, it's probably just some guys with hats on or something. What did you uh, they have buckles on their hats. Buckles on their so hats. So I need to know. Ugh. So, uh, as the definition so kindly... Uh, stated to us the the puritan religious movement kind of began in the 1600s and many thought christmas was too similar to what the catholics were doing mm. kind of ne- like the definition said see we would have gathered all this <laughs> uh, they, they were uh uh they, did, they kind of wanted to distance themselves from catholicism mm-hmm. and at this time christmas was too associated with merrymaking or merriment merriment and what merriment means? Sin. <gasps> well, uh, getting drunk and, and parting and mm. lawlessness. So they also argued that it's never explicitly commanded in the Bible to celebrate Jesus' birth. That is technically true, I guess. Maybe. Is it? I did not look. I just made, I just made a claim. Uh, I take it back. Uh, somebody, somebody check us out on that. Um, I think the Bible generally is okay with celebration. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, not specifically Jesus' birth. We did not say so. Those are coming from the same... Just you wait. Just, uh, just oh, wait. Yeah, okay. Just you wait. know what? It was probably good I didn't say what I was about to say anyway. <laughs> so let's just keep on keeping that on. That was a sign. So in, in 1643, <laughs> in England, Parliament issued a statute that said Christmas was meant to be a day of solemn fasting and penance. Wow. So with this presents. Is, <laughs> Where you go go out and support mega corporations? <laughs> no, so fasting and penance 
And uh, at that time, it was kind of still being celebrated. People didn't pay that much attention. Mm. And the following year, the holidays of Easter and Pentecost were also banned. They were canceled? They canceled Easter. <laughs> what kind of Christian is <laughs> this? I didn't look into that much, but... These puritists. <laughs> Easter seems like a great thing to celebrate. I'm just it saying. say to. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. This is, this is where I might not be considered a Puritan by some standards. I, so. I don't know if I could have considered myself that. In, I still don't know if I have enough of a definition <laughs> to say. That's me. I'm Puritan. Puritan. That's me. 16th and 17th century <laughs> uh-huh. Protestant. Uh, so people are getting upset at this point. Like, hey, come on, listen, listen. What's your What's your deal? What's your deal, uh, big people, big wigs? Hey, you big corporations, <laughs> corporate, you mega corporations, you corporate Christians. Uh, so as a few years went by, the holiday ban was enforced more and more. Um, some businesses would stay closed on the 25th in protest, saying, we're celebrating. We're ce- you cannot purchase. And then the anti-Christmas people would um, kind of attack them. Not always violently, but... Yeah. A little attacking. A little here and there. A little scotch of attackment. <laughs> and uh, so by, by 1652, soldiers would take out all the Christmas decorations from churches and would patrol the streets taking food that was prepared for the holiday. This makes me really sad. Yeah. It, well, that's just what you do with Christmas spirit. Murder. You take <laughs> take other people's uh, decorations and food. Yeah, exactly. And how they're going to celebrate. You take it all. They're just celebrating Christmas in their own way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We, we prefer to celebrate. We do it differently <laughs> these days. <laughs> we celebrate Christmas with crime. <laughs> This is also when The Purge was started. You know the movie The Purge? Yeah. The series? Same thing. <laughs> they said, first, we're taking Christmas. Second, day after Christmas, do whatever. <laughs> Celebrate Christmas if you want. How, we can't, <laughs> we can't, we're we not. <laughs> hands are up on that day. But beware. They're anti-Christmasers. Can do whatever they want to if yeah, you're celebrating. So, uh, so until 1660, the law took Christmas very seriously mm. and even arrested people who had communion on Christmas. They, Holy this cow. was this was just at least one specific instance. They went into a church and arrested everybody that was taking part. I'm getting kind of mad at people <laughs> that died 350 years ago. That's okay. Jokes on them. They That's died. A... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Uh, I hope they lived long, good lives. Okay. Although my first sentence was too harsh. <laughs> good. I don't know if you can save that one. Sorry, all good. <laughs> Christmas episode. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, okay, where were? We? Oh, yes, we were in uh, crime and arresting people and taking their Christmas meals. Yep. Can you imagine? You're just walking. You buy like a Christmas ham. Some guy, some police officer comes and rips out her hand and says, "Give me that. You're a sinner." And he just throws it on the ground and stomps on it a bunch. And then you say, that that was our last turkey. <laughs> <laughs> the last turkey. Father, father, uh, father went and sold his, his good shoes for that turkey. <laughs> I've never had a turkey before. <laughs> he has like ash on his face <laughs> for some reason. 
I was working in the mines. <laughs> it was to be my first turkey. This is my first time out of the mines. <laughs> Too bad, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is a funny one. So eventually things became less and less strict. And because uh, people... people uh, actually, there another king... Probably George or Henry the second. <laughs> Take your pick. Was because uh, the one before was killed. I don't really know a lot of history. It turns out <laughs> another king was reinstated. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And the the people that kind of were the in between were not in <laughs> power as, as, as much anymore. Yeah. Anyway, the the king was like, "Okay, guys, let's let's chill a little bit. We can." Uh, we can be okay with this. Yeah, we don't have to care as much about this. And uh, people had also, outside the city, were celebrating more because mm-hmm. there's less governing out there and uh, kind of started to become more, more and more of a thing. But this is all over in England. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, in New England... <laughs> Which is a little confusing, but I'm, I'm tracking. The new place. <laughs> they just settled. Massachusetts, specifically. Uh-huh. Uh, the general court... This is the same time time frame. 1659, the general court made it illegal to celebrate Christmas in Massachusetts. Okay. So this is on on uh, the home turf. Do you think that they had, uh, uh, like, Christmas bootlegs? Oh, like a secret Christmas secret party? Secret Christmas parties? Out in the woods? That would be so Probably. cool. Probably. Sh- I'm sure. Hidden doors for secret Christmases. <laughs> Hidden passages. You, go down uh, to the catacombs. Yeah, just go ten paces north from the big tree out in the field. Wait until you hear the beehive. <laughs> <laughs> Turn left, <laughs> and then follow the hooting and hollering. <laughs> follow the Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fo- feel follow the pull of your heart. The jolly good times, and uh, so the general court put out a public notice. Also, they spelled public. Uh, P-U-B-L-I-C-K Public Like you lick with your tongue Made me This made is me a public notice <laughs> A public notice <laughs> And uh, so this is what it said uh, This is what um, Tiny Tim, if you were to read it It would oh, say the obso- No, okay <laughs> The observation of Christmas has Having been deemed a sacrilege The exchanging of gifts and greetings Dressing in fine clothing Feasting and similar satanical practices oh boy. are hereby forbidden. Oh boy! All caps, with the offender liable to a fine of five shillings, no. which I found is either between four cents and like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Sir, you can take my turkey, just don't take my shillings. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I have to say, say it. satanical practices. Yeah. I hear you. For the exchanging of gifts and greetings sounds a little, just a touch harsh to a me. Skosh. To use that word for multiple times this episode. Just a skosh harsh. Um, yeah, I'm struggling so, with this topic. Didn't they bring Jesus gifts when I'm he was born? <laughs> I'm struggling to give him the benefit of a doubt. Of a doubt. Yeah, I, I want to believe that they were just on fire Christians. Sure. Just totally passionate. But... Sure seems like they're getting a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah. I I think I would agree. 
Okay. <laughs> Just to take a firm stance. Uh, a firm I theological. Think I, I think I might agree. I think I don't want to say it too loud in case there's another Christmas. Oh, could you imagine the Christmas riots? Oh. If they tried to ban it these days. Christmas riots of 2022. TikTok would be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the uh, it was at this point, I kind of get the idea that they didn't like Christmas because even even for pro Christmas puritans they're like yeah this te- this time of year is associated with like partying and mm. and drinking and ra- rowdiness yeah so i kind of get why they kind of want to limit this cuz we'll get into it a little bit but we don't um, want the crazy out of controlness right yeah so i understand that you uh-huh. want to celebrate or i guess at least observe yeah. the birth of jesus without um, people knocking on your door, yeah, demanding maybe. figgy pudding. Exactly. <laughs> I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it was said that in New England, for the first two centuries of white settlement, most people did not celebrate Christmas. Wow, it's a long time. Man, two centuries. And uh, another reason the Puritans didn't want to celebrate Christmas was because of the pagan roots, like you mentioned before. Yeah. So the day that we get for Christmas, December twenty fifth, mm-hmm. there's disagreement about this but it's possibly from the roman ho- holiday saturnalia oh Have you heard of this one of my favorite roman holidays honestly okay yeah that's what i thought i knew you liked it <laughs> <laughs> so it that involved a lot of partying and alcohol oh, alcohol alcohol so uh, saturn is the roman god of agriculture and sowing like um, sowing seeds yeah mm-hmm. And uh, so they celebrated Saturnalia on their winter solstice because mm. the days are getting longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the season, mm-hmm. the sowing season is probably still a ways away, but <laughs> it's a, it's coming <laughs> it's again. It's on its way. The days are getting longer now. <laughs> so it's also thought, some people think that early Christians thought this was the day that Jesus may have been born uh-huh. because... There was like some symbolism to it being on the solstice because on that day, the sun begins to increase. Uh, Sun, S-O-N and S-U-N. Man, double meanings. But now they actually think it's like June or July. (laughs) Reverse that all the way. Uh, But anyway, so some people think it has pagan roots for the day. Yep. Why it celebrated the 25th. Some don't. So... uh, some things have pagan roots. Mm-hmm. Some don't. So uh, one bishop wrote, men dishonor Christ more in the 12 days of Christmas than in all the 12 months besides. That seems like a generalization. Yeah. He said, all men always dishonor Christ <laughs> many times more in simply the 12 days of Christmas than all the 12 months besides, no question, wow. times 100, infinity. No yeah. take backs. Cross my heart, hope to die. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, some fun traditions that people didn't, that the Puritans didn't like that were going on. Yeah. Um, this one is associated with Saturnalia. Um, it's called mumming. Mm. So people would cross dress. Men would dress as women. Women would dress as men, and they would visit their neighbors. <laughs> A fun twist. Yeah. On this a, is something fun to do. A weird. A weird activity. Kind of uh, the early days of caroling, if you will. Yeah. I'm sure they sang songs. And uh, <laughs> have you heard of wassailing? 
I, I see one of my favorite Christmas song. Uh, here we come, a wassailing, or here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, so wassailing is like just caroling, basically. Okay. But it was a tradition that began uh, in the way that poor people would sing songs in the streets and then barge into the rich people's homes and demand stuff. <laughs> Why don't we do that when we care? I don't know. That seems like a win. And uh, hey, so, I want stuff. You're rich. <laughs> give it to me. Sometimes they would threaten violence if they didn't get it. Wow. Um. So can you think? There's one Christmas song that this still exists in. Can you think of it? Uh, I cannot. Like I do you, not know Christmas music very well. If you don't bring us this thing, we're not going anywhere. Anything? I really can't stay. Okay, so this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a sixteenth, sixteenth uh, or seventeenth century song, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, what's that called? Baby, it's cold. baby's cold outside. Baby, yeah. baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's called "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." I've heard of that one. <laughs> uh, so the, the song, I've always been interested in this. Why is this verse in here? It says, "Oh, bring us some figgy pudding. Oh, bring us some figgy pudding. Oh, bring us some figgy pudding, and a cup of good cheer." And then it says, "We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring some out here." Or will punch you in the face. <laughs> it's just very aggressive. It's unnecessarily that aggressive. It's really funny, though. If you don't bring us some figgy pudding right now... We're not leaving. I don't care. Bring <laughs> Call it to the cops. Us. Do it. Yeah. Go Try get me. figgy. <laughs> what is... I don't, I don't know much about... Figgy pudding is some kind of like fruit cake, I believe. No, rum. Rum cake? It's way different. Some kind of... Figgy, I know Figgy you light is on some fire. Kind of fruit cake. No, it's rum. <laughs> ah, <laughs> something to do with rum. Okay, and fire. Why have I never had figgy pudding? Okay, you know what? It just looks. I feel like that would look exciting. Uh, figgy pudding. <laughs> figgy pudding is uh, a vague term used for a class of traditional Christmas dishes, usually forming sweet and savory cakes. Mm. Oh, it can have fruits or nuts, and in later times, rum or other distilled alcohol became often added. You were right both times. Woo! Wait. D- I know my stuff. Say, does it say anything about fire? Probably. I'm not looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, just, I just feel like figgy is definitely not a real word. Um, and what, okay. I have actually heard. I've not tried. I have tried figgy pudding. Have you? A friend, a friend made some. I tried it. Uh-huh. It was a it was not that good. <laughs> and and uh the person that made it, she said it was just That's how that's, it is. that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um Okay. But I just can't imagine being so forceful about something like that. Doesn't maybe it was different back in the day. Doesn't figgy pudding Yeah, seriously, bring us this. <laughs> Can you imagine anyone doing that these days? Hey, it's a holiday. We don't know if you celebrate this one or not, but I'm not leaving your home until I get something that you may or may not have. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go to the store, get your stuff, start whipping it up. <laughs> Doesn't figgy pudding take a long time to make, too? I think so. How long does it ferment? Jeez, I don't. I, don't I should I don't have been more prepared with my figgy pudding knowledge. Yeah, if you're going to say the word figgy pudding, you better back it up. <laughs> okay, how long does it take to make figgy pudding? Okay, thank you, Google. Oh, 20 to 25 minutes. No, that's how you, that's how long you cook it for. 
Do they just stand there and sing the whole time? <laughs> we'll wait. We won't go Everybody, until we get one. This verse we on won't repeat. Go until we get one. We won't go until we get one. We won't go until we get one. <laughs> okay, so this uh, all recipes says two hours. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. So uh, I guess people are just people running around your foyer while you're making spaghetti pudding. You guys run around in my foyer. I'm gonna make pudding. Figgy pudding. I'll, I'll whip whip some pudding up right for you guys, so that you'll leave. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> Not until we get figgy pudding. <laughs> that is forceful. So uh, in nine in eight <laughs> goofball goofball two in one episode. It really Eesh. is a Christmas special. Come on, draw whatever you want on your draw whatever you want on your hand. Do you have a pen? Uh, right by that yellow notepad. Draw, draw whatever you want. <laughs> okay. These are real fun. So in 1681, the ban from 1659 was repealed mm. with pressure from England, of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, they said, okay, you guys can celebrate Christmas, I guess. It's really not a big deal if you do. <laughs> I don't know why. Just uh, don't break it. the law otherwise, I guess. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so uh, we celebrate Christmas today. And it's a lot different, I think. Because of commercialization. Yeah. I think that's one reason why it's so big. Yeah. I mean, do um, you remember my topic from last year's Christmas special? Yeah, it was like... Uh, the Americanization of Christmas? Yeah, it was just talking about... It was uh, the grand finale. Yeah, and uh, how Coke kind of has the... Who we think of as Santa was kind of mm-hmm, put forth mm-hmm. by Coke's marketing team. It's very interesting. Yeah, we Americanized it. And that's why Amazon exists. It what drew you at? with your hair pinned back. Oh, wow. <laughs> let me get a let me get a better look. Oh, wow! Isn't that fun? You got a yeah. little triangle nose. I look like a little girl from a children's <laughs> cartoon <do>. book, <laughs> like uh, a storybook. Yeah, for my little nephew. Here, I made you into a snowman now. Thanks. Yeah, I feel better. Uh, so anyway, that's that's what we got. Oh, and the Germans. <laughs> Kind of talking talking about traditions a little more. The uh, Germans the, were the ones to kind of introduce the idea of Christmas trees. Oh, I thought before during Saturnalia uh-huh. and other like solstice holidays, they would bring evergreen boughs into the home. Yeah, that's pre- I didn't know freshen that. it up, and then some people think it kind of went into the Christmas trees from there. But then actually, some people think Martin Luther, the Reformationist himself. The OG Reformation uh, was the first one to put candles on a tree. Interesting, because he looked and saw the stars over the trees and wanted to like show his family. Instead of saying, "Come outside and look at this," he just said, "Let's just do this." I don't know if that's true, but some people think that. Um, that's pretty interesting. Mm. Speaking of things that Germany started, have you heard of the? In relation to Christmas, oh boy, <laughs> have you heard of the Christmas truce? The Christmas pickle? Yes, I have actually. Okay. I actually hid one in a Christmas tree this year. Did you? Yeah. That's so fun. It was made out of a, like a, a piece of wood. It's I, colored green. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it's... Oh boy, that's hard to say. Weynachgerk. 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 Winchkirk. I, I don't know. It's a Christmas pickle. It's a. Uh, we just learned about it at a dinner party we went to mm-hmm. a couple weeks back. Family that we had dinner at, they had their Christmas pickle. Is it like an actual pickle? 
Uh, I think it's fake. Okay. But yeah, it just sure looks like a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> the tradition, uh, if I remember right, is you hide it in the tree, and then your your kids, uh, they look for it at the same time. Yeah. Whoever finds the Christmas pickle first, or the Wayne and Skirk, Wayne and Skirk, holy cow. Uh, you got it. They get an extra present for Christmas. Oh, lucky. Is it another Christmas pickle? <laughs> I hope. For next anyway, year. That does not, uh, it wasn't really pertaining to anything. I just, was. it was a thing I learned about that was not something I grew up with. Yeah. And I thought it, <laughs> thought it was fun. But it's fun. I like those weird little traditions. Like the... I think it's German also, where you like put out your shoes, your wooden clogs, and then somebody puts oh, gifts in that. Is that a New Year's Eve thing? My family I used to do it. I don't remember. That might be... Uh, oh, I don't remember. I talked about it. That might be Finnish or Norwegian or Scottish. Okay. Some kind of European. Yeah. Maybe Germany. I, I could be wrong. Could be. It was I a year just, ago I did that topic. I just picture like an orange and a wooden... A painted wooden clog. Ah, yeah. Aesthetic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Christmas special. Just chill. I I think it's fun. No pressure. No, yeah, no pressure. Peace. Peace on earth, goodwill towards you and I (laughs) from each other. Should we, uh, should we do a casual voting? Like maybe post on our Instagram story and people can choose one or the other? Or just just let it be. Just think it. Just decide who wins. Yeah, just like uh, as listeners, choose right now. Three, two, one, go. Two, one. Yep. Josiah. We're okay. We're not even gonna argue our case because we're not. At, we're just, not at court today. We're not competing. We're at peace. Yeah. Let's just say nothing. The people know <sighs> we can live in ignorant bliss. Yeah. This episode was suspended in so much disbelief that it was pure entertainment. Pure. This is like a. A Hall- Hallmark movie. This was the Fast and Furious 9 of Learn Me Something episode so far. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Christmas theme, so Hallmark. I hate to say it, but it was kind of like a Did Hallmark we just re- do a Hallmark episode? Same uh, oh, no. same recipe that we always do. Oh, no. Yeah. Was it cheesy and over the top, do you think? Could be. Depends who you are, but probably. <laughs> Should we have people give us an IMDb rating? <laughs> a Richter scale? Can you put podcasts on IMDb? I'd like Maybe. to be on there. I think it'd be. Does it cost? It's worth a look. Okay. Yeah. What's the podcast version of IMDb? Uh, I don't probably know. not one. Let's Maybe. start one. Yeah. <gasps> I'm interested. Rotten. International podcast we call database. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> IPDB or IPDB. Rotten Pickles. It's a podcast version. <gasps> Named after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna eat this cookie. Um. Yeah. This was kind of fun too, cause we, you know, we had tea, we had cookies. This was nice. Do you have any Christmas messages for our listeners? Um. Just you know, stay safe out there. I don't want you, you know. <laughs> listen, guys. Don't need to be out going crazy for Christmas. Don't don't go into people's homes. And demand things for any reason, ever, unless it's sanctuary. Unless you're the IRS. Unless you're the IRS. <laughs> and somebody is um, evading their taxes. <laughs> then <laughs> do go what for you it. gotta do. 
You get in there, get your figgy you pudding. You go, girl. <laughs> you go, Get girl. your proverbi- proverbial figgy pudding <laughs> for the government. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call taxes. The government's figgy pudding. The government's figgy pudding. Time to return the figgy pudding to the government. They won't go until we- they get it. Okay, I have a message. Yeah. Um, I would like to start a new tradition of bringing figgy pudding to people. Oh. <gasps> And then going promptly after you give it to them. Oh, you don't stay at all. No. You give it to them. You give it to them. You wish them a Merry Christmas and you you bounce. I thought you were going to say something like, and then you ask them to give it back. (laughs) (laughs) Same tradition, you just provide it. (laughs) So you, okay. I do like that as well, actually. New idea. Those are both good. You break into someone's house, leave figgy pudding. (laughs) Somewhere, wherever. I don't know if you refrigerate that stuff. I'm still a little fuzzy on what figgy yeah. pudding is. And then you come back the next day, say, give us figgy pudding. We won't leave until we get some. You wait for the people to say, I don't have any. Say, and that's not again. something people make anymore. <laughs> and you say, oh, yeah. <laughs> check your middle drawer <laughs> under the sink. Check your nightstand in the spare bedroom in the basement. <laughs> it's there. Trust me. Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. I hope all the listeners get some good good chill time with friends and family. Yeah. And I hope it's a good time celebrating Jesus. Yeah. We might be delayed getting another episode out there. Two weeks from now will be Christmas time, and uh, we will be, we won't be recording then, and then yeah. New Year's will... We'll have some some stuff going on eventually we'll, we'll come back a new episode will come when it comes and it'll be awesome it'll rock your socks right off so don't this is not a figgy pudding figgy pudding situation <laughs> where you just do what you do and then once it's out it's out you don't need to stay and wait for it exactly go oh go out on your business don't ask questions <laughs> do do whatever it is you do and then one day he'll glance at your phone and say it's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I actually have a gift for you. Oh, what? I almost forgot about this. <laughs> this has been a long time in the making. <gasps> but I have a gift for you that... <gasps> this is a scarf that yes. I have knit and wrapped to look like a roll of toilet paper, complete with toilet paper roll in the middle. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's probably about two and a half feet long. Wow. It looks like I tried to knit an animal hide. <laughs> but uh, Merry Christmas. This is amazing. To do... <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know, Josiah lost an episode. Long time ago. It had to have been like almost a year ago. I just had to finish it up. I was like, oh, this thing... Yeah, so the punishment me. was he had to knit me a scarf, and he's been working on it for like a year. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, just hold that thing up. Let's just, just uh, let's just take it enjoy out. that thing. It will fit around your neck. <laughs> one go, one go around. But it is very wide. Let's give it a. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. When I'm not using it as a scarf, I'll use it as a table runner for, <laughs> for our coffee table. Oh, right, yeah, you this, definitely could. Oh, that's not bad. Around my neck? Yeah. Tuck this not in. Not bad. It's a tight, it's a, like a little, it's a choker. 
Honestly, it's short, but like... You look like you're in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> it's a little kerchief. It's it's not long enough to go a couple wraps around, no. but this will keep you warm. It will. So functionally, this is, in fact... It'll do the job. ...a working scarf. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I'm... <laughs> punishment over. So now, we were talking the other day. Oh. We both... You finished yours. We mm-hmm. both have one unresolved punishment. Mm-hmm. Not me. You don't anymore. So yours was that you've been working on this <laughs> scarf for a year. I still need to finish my fiction my fiction novel about the world where we created months ago. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited to read that. Um, no pressure. Some you can take, <laughs> take however time, <laughs> time you need, I, I guess. I kind of like these long-term punishments. It kind of sticks with you. When it finishes... When you finish it someday, it's just like, it just feels better, yeah. you know, sense, sense of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. It's just a time the knot. Yeah. On the this, is, this is awesome, though. This is, is nice? better. Check out those holes all over it. And there, the... there are a few. I don't understand why one end is like <laughs> so much wider than the other. You got, you I added don't... some girth. I don't know how that happened. But I think it is significantly better than anything I could do. <laughs> Good. I, I learned how to knit, so I don't want to do it anymore. It's not my thing. Oh, maybe I'll wrap it around the little night helmet that I have. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Keep yeah. him warm. Keep him, yeah, it's get, it's winter. It's getting yeah. cold. He needs, I like that. needs a little boost. Okay, I also just remembered I have one more announcement. Okay. Or uh, announcement. <laughs> to, the, to listener number 14, your train leaves <laughs> in seven minutes. Last call. Yeah, if anyone's listening to this at the airport, uh, make sure to keep one uh, <laughs> one ear open for your, your flight or your train or whatever. Uh, um, a couple of people have talked to me about the 1,000 Push-Up Club. Yeah? Still, still open. As a reminder, if you don't know what the 1,000 Push-Up Club is, uh, Caleb and I are both part of it. Yeah, we're we members. We also established it. Mm-hmm. If you... Do a thousand push-ups in one week. You can join the Thousand Push-Up Club. Mm-hmm. Let us know, and we'll give you a free e certificate. <laughs> yeah. I still have mine. Yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't deleted it. It's electronic, yeah. so it can stay forever. Might make that thing an NFT. Mm-hmm. <gasps> hey, you. Because then you own it. Certification of ownership. Yeah. How about that? All right. If anyone is we'll interested. It. If anyone knows how to do that. <laughs> or what an NFT is. I'm pretty fuzzy on all that still. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, so if you, now is a good time. New Year's coming up. Yep. Thinking about uh, resolutions if you're into that. Yeah. Uh, that's a good time to do it. First week, second week of the year. Yep. Do some push-ups. You could, you could try it. See if you like it. If try not, it work up to it. Yeah. It's a little over 100 push-ups a day. Yeah. If you can't do full push-ups, you're welcome to go from the knees. I yep. think that's okay, yeah. right? I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you have it. Thousand foot push-up club. <laughs> Thousand foot push-up club. Welcome. That's, oh, uh, if you're in, uh, I don't know. How many people do we have now? We probably have like seven to ten people in the club. Yeah, I think so. It's growing. We should it's have a, a reunion one of these days. Oh, yeah. We should get get everybody together. Yeah. Get the crowd. We'll we do, could some, do push-ups. some push-ups. And then leave. Yeah. Make a human period pyramid <laughs> and take a picture. I think we should do a human period. <laughs> pile into a ball. Giant circle. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. Should we Should we end this? Yeah. Think? I, think we're, uh, I think that's all my announcements. All right. On that note, everybody, thank you for another great year of podcasting. Mm-hmm. We will likely catch you... In the new year, 2022, 
coming at you hot with some fresh new Learn Me Something content. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Support us on Patreon. Yep. Larry, play us out. Give us something festive. Thank you.